Hi, this is Steph, and, and I'm the G-Man. This is Alan, and this is the G-Man, and where you're watching the BS show number, number nine, nine, number nine, number nine. nine. You play it backwards, it's got a satanic message, I guess, as per the Beatles, put it that way. If anybody was old enough said. to remember that. Yeah. That's very true. I, I remember number having nine, the vinyl. Two hundred. Yep. We're I don't two, think there was. Yeah. I don't think there was a bad cut. On no. That no, not album, album. At all. No. 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 You know, it's a funny thing about that. Now we're talking about the Beatles. My cousin, who unfortunately passed away, that's the guy who was in the story that we met about. Actually, the way we met, he stood in line for a day and a half to get the White Album. And he had zero 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 two five four, and somebody stole it on me. Very nice of them. They gave it to me, and somebody stole it on me. But he waited overnight to get that. Some somewhere down on Park Row in New York City. Interesting. We should talk about the Beatles. Whatever. Anyway, so we're gonna. I think we're going to start off with idioms for idiots as normal, or like we've been doing a few times. So. And it's funny because on Jeopardy tonight, and there was a category, the mythical idioms. It's kind of funny. You know, ready? So let's get with it then. So yeah, I will throw some out for you. Ready? Okay. I got about 10 of them. Uh, feel like a million bucks. I've never felt a million dollars, number one. And if I would, I wouldn't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> feel like a million bucks. Yeah. Okay. What does a million bucks so, feel like? Yeah. Well, what would it feel like? I don't know. That's a good question. Would it be Somebody different? Somebody, please, out there, deliver me a million bucks. I'd like to know what it feels like. Does it feel different than 100,000 or 200,000 or 300,000? I don't know. I'd like to find out. <laughs> well, that, yeah, it's a nice uh, dream to have. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's my take yeah. on that. Yep. Okay. Ready for this one? Okay. Gr a green thumb. You ready to see anybody with a green thumb? I have it. No, no, I have not. Maybe I still, I've, seen mo gonna... I've seen movies where the characters who had a green thumb, but nobody in real life, no. Didn't the, didn't the Hulk have a green thumb? That's right, yeah. He turned that green, right? His, yeah, his whole body was green. Yeah. Green, right. Yeah, green somewhere else. I mean, maybe the women like that. I don't know. They might, they might like this green thumb too. I don't know, but anyway. Well, we'll they, they say once you go green, there's no in between. That's what that's right. Saying. Well, he might not have been able to fit in between, so <laughs> might not be this green thumb. That might have been something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you're right. Uh, so, get another one here. Red tape. Yeah, Red tape. Red, Red tape. tape. Why would tape be red? Why? Why would it be red? Clear tape, gray tape. Why would you have red tape for? And when around a crime scene, it's yellow tape. So, where does red tape come into it? Play. Just, you know. Like the red uh, carpet. Why? Why red? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Depends on what color hair you get, I guess. Red carpet, red hair. The carpet meat doesn't match the drapes. I don't know. <laughs> But anyway, uh, tighten your belt. Why would you want to tighten your belt? Why would you want to do that for? That would 
You know, I think yeah, he might exactly, yeah. Might get a stomach ache. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how about this one? Money burning a hole in your pocket. Why would you have? Well, first of all, I never saw any money that burn. Number one, and if it does, it's not going to burn a hole in your pocket. You're going to keep that money in your pocket, right? Unless you're playing exactly pocket pool. Right. Unless you're playing pocket pool, you, you can't find the eight ball. Right? Yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Playing pocket pool, yeah, you would definitely uh... have a hole in your pocket. Yeah. How about pink slip? I like pink to, slip. I like to I like to take pink slips off people, but I don't like to get a pink slip. Let's put it that way. Pink slip is like you're getting fired, I guess. But you know, I usually like to take well, pink slip off women normally. Well, you know, George Carlin would say, you know, pink slip. He goes, I didn't even get that. They just said, get the fuck out of here. You know? Right. <laughs> yeah. why, why waste the paper <laughs> just get the fuck out right skip the paper we're not wasting paper on you get the hell out of here yeah you 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 know how you can stay to the end of the day but but you gotta get the fuck out <laughs> right we're not wasting this piece of paper on you <laughs> and out. then and then the leaving statement i've been fired from better places than this right and I'm, not, and I'm never coming back. Uh, how about this one? A white elephant. The white elephant in the room. Why would you have an elephant in the room for? Well, maybe because never, of the coronavirus. I don't know. Well, you only see, the only time I ever saw a white elephant really was in a circus, maybe. And I don't know if I want to be around it. So um, how about this? These two are kind of together, the last two. Blue collar. What is a what is a blue collar? So you have a shirt with a blue collar, which I actually be wearing. I'm actually wearing a shirt with a blue collar now. It's blue shirt's blue, okay. And then white collar, and I actually have business shirts that I wore that are white, like white collar. But what what's the difference? What what makes that? How does that di differentiate yourself? Blue collar or white collar? Like where did this come from? I think it's a British thing. <laughs> they brought it from the other side. And I, that's very possible. So those are my ten idioms for idiots tonight. So that's pretty. That's pretty cool. It's like when you you growing up, either with, if crossword puzzles were your thing, or brain teasers, or yes. Yeah. Well, my my idi thing is idioms. Uh, I do idioms for idiots, and then I also I do a lot of uh, circular word puzzle things, which I like to do. Now, I haven't those done those in years. No. Yeah. I always keep one in uh, in my room and in the bathroom. It occupies me while I'm occupying it. <laughs> so right uh, now, we, if there's anybody listening out there, they need to know that we will be streaming to our new channel, the BS show. Steph and the G man. That's was hard to get out. I was hard yeah. for you to get out for some reason. I don't know why. Spit it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's what there's, she said. A, I, I got some background thing going on here. So. Okay. We're right. Anyway, but it's just a, uh, it's yeah, just a mini, mini background stuff. Yeah, nothing that you can hear anyway. Uh, but I just wanted people to know that that there will, there will be a new place there, which will also have, as you know now, comedy from a variety of very talented comedians uh, for the last hundred years. So I think 
you'll enjoy it. You go to the site and hopefully you'll enjoy listening to Alan and I just uh, bullshit. Yeah. Right. You guys just bullshit me. Yeah. So I'm going to add on to my normally what I usually do on every show pretty much. Some of my dating stories, which whew, well, I got a lot of them. But anyway, um, I met this lady online. We go out to dinner. And after dinner, we're talking. And she says, I think I'm a little too heavy for you. Don't you think I should decide that? <laughs> what? Why would you say that to a guy? I'm not a little guy. As you know, Steph, I'm 250. I used to be 235 or 240 pounds. So why would you think you're too heavy for a guy 240 pounds? Uh, I don't get that, but whatever. I think something else was going on there. Maybe she used me for a dinner or something. I don't know. And it was a pretty good expensive dinner, actually. So she might have been her meal for the last couple of days. I don't know. <laughs> she went on a diet after that. She was too heavy. You know. Eat hearty. <laughs> eat, eat hearty, yeah. I call juniors. Yeah. <laughs> and checkers. <laughs> but anyway, so here's another one. I met a lady online. Uh, oh, then I got to tell the story. This, this is like, so she invited me to her house on a Sunday and she lived about an hour away. So I said, you got to give me some time. And she was a psychologist. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh, you know, pretty nice lady. She looked online like a nice lady, psychologist, pretty good job. Well, when I got to her house, it was buried in a wood somewhere. Okay. And her house outside, it looked like Sanford and Son's junkyard. Okay. Now I was brave enough. She had a koi pond, but unfortunately there was no fish in it. And she had lawnmowers and cars and I don't know, lawnmowers. And I don't know what the hell was on her front lawn. I don't know what the hell it was. But anyway, I was brave enough to go in. And so I walk in and I see her and the pictures online had to be easily 15 or 20 years old, guaranteed. And she said to me, would you like to sit in the living room? She actually had to clean off the couch, throw like magazines and books and everything off the couch so I could sit. Now, if that wasn't bad enough, she said to me, you know, I need some spring water. So I'm going to bring a jug. I want to go get spring water. There's a place near me to get, you know, get spring water. So she said, I'll drive. Well, I opened her car door on the passenger side and the, where you put your feet was there was a stack of magazines halfway to the top of the seat and the seat was covered with all kinds of, I don't know what the hell was on it. And there was a, it was a fairly new car and it was a stain on the back. So what I did was I took one of the magazines and sat on it <laughs> and put one behind my back because I had no idea what the hell that was. Um, we got the spring water. We came back. She said, oh, you're staying. You're going to stay, right? I said, no, it's getting dark. It was in the middle of winter. Like, you know, sun went down pretty early. I said, I really don't know where I walk, where I am. And I like to get home before it's dark. <laughs> so I sent her a text when I left. said, listen, you seem like a nice lady, but you're not for me. <laughs> I wouldn't want her. I wouldn't be telling my problems to her. That's for sure. I think she's got her own problems, you know. <laughs> but she was a psychologist, though. So, you know, what can I tell you, you know? Yeah. It is what it is, you know. And then one of my other stories here is that I spoke to this lady online for about a week. And after a week, she says to me, I really don't think I should be on a dating site. Well, I didn't put your profile on there, honey. You did, you know? Yeah. Man, yeah. I don't know. Wackos, man. 
And here's another story. Uh, we met, I met another, again, I met a lady online, we set up a date. I told her that I could not meet her because I had a very bad cold, which I did at the time. And I get a text a couple of days later saying, you have too much drama for me. What? Because I have a bad cold, I don't want to meet you? How is that drama? I don't get it. I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with me, I don't know. And then again, I met somebody online and we went, for, we went to a diner. Now, I'm Jewish, this lady happened to be Jewish. And she said to me in my car, you know, you have an Italian haircut. I have no idea what the hell an Italian haircut means. Okay, I never heard that in my life. And then she said, I don't like that you're wearing jeans and a dress shirt. What the hell am I supposed to wear? We're going to a diner. We're not going to a fancy affair. I'm not bringing her a suit and a tie to go out to, you know, to a diner, to a casual diner thing. So kind of weird, weird person, really weird. She tried to contact me about eight months ago. And I said, don't you remember? I got a bad haircut. You don't like the way I dress? She went, oh, oh yeah, I kind of forgot. Dumb jerk. <laughs> but How anyway. quickly they forget. Oh, yeah. So I was watching TV. I like to watch TV. And I, I usually watch either sports or a crime thing or whatever. That's my thing. A law and order or criminal intent or Chicago PD or um, criminal minds. That's my thing for watching or sports. That's pretty much my, what I, oh, Mike and Molly and Two and a Half Men I love. They're funny shit. I always watch them shows. They're funny. So the other day I'm flipping through the channels and I see American Gangster. I didn't really pay attention to the channel, but I turn it on. And then, which is one of my, I actually, I love this movie. I can watch it over and over. I can't tell you how many times. What I didn't realize was it was on a Telemundo channel. <laughs> and I don't understand Spanish. So I watched it with the sound off because I couldn't understand what that was saying. But I had to watch it though, you know. Um, and then, you know, I pick on commercials. So, you know, GM, GMC has a uh, commercial that says our trucks are professional grade i want to know what they were before were they unprofessional were your trucks going to fall apart before or what i mean it kind of leaves you <laughs> wide open right kind of leaves it wide open doesn't it now they're professional but they weren't they weren't made that way before you know maybe that's why the ford f-150 has been a best-selling truck for 19 years maybe because your trucks were not were not professional before <laughs> you know and then let me ask you a question who really heard of a gecko before Geico put that gecko in their commercial, or Liberty Mutual no. now has has emu has emu, which most people don't even know what an emu is. Unless no, you're a bird, you know, weird. And uh, oh, this is this is a fairly new commercial which I just saw actually. I just made me think of all this stuff. Is Chevy has a new commercial that says Chevrolets go everywhere, so other brands don't go everywhere, but they only go to certain towns or what? I don't know, man. So they just leave stupidity, you know, just stupid things. Now, this just happened to me the other day, Steph knows this. Uh, Monday, I went for an MRI, and they told us to get there a half hour early. They told us not to eat, not to drink, take all your jewelry off ahead of time, and have your prescription with you. So I get there, and I have all my stuff and this paperwork I have to fill out. <clears throat> and I see this guy come in after me, and next thing I know, they're bringing it to the counter. I hear the lady says, I got to call your doctor. Where's the prescription? He doesn't have it. And by the way, you're a half hour late. Well, he goes into the MRI first. 
And the guy who's doing the MRI calls me and he says, Alan, please get undressed because I'm going to get done with this guy in like 20 minutes. But he was ill-prepared. We sent him a text. We sent him two texts. We called him and said, be a half hour early because there's paperwork you have to fill out. Bring your prescription and leave all your jewelry at home. And he didn't bring his prescription. He didn't come a half hour early. And he had all his jewelry on him. What did this guy not understand? They sent me instructions like three times in two days that I was, you know, and this guy apparently, I don't know if he didn't pay attention, didn't understand it. I don't know. Um, but he said, you know, you're ahead of the game. You did everything we're supposed to do. I said, well, I followed the instructions that you told me. <laughs> What's so difficult about that? But then we, we had a discussion about this. The common sense isn't always so common. So apparently this guy had no clue what he was doing. And um, just kind of weird. And he said the guy, the guy actually, when, I, when he came out, the guy was doing the MRI x-ray, a technician. He said to him, listen, do me a favor. Next time you come, please come a half hour early and please pay attention to the instructions that we send you because you set me back like 45 minutes and I only have so much time to do so many people. He wasn't too happy, you know. So anyway. What about the uh, MRI? MRI? Yeah. What about it? It was all my kidneys because I have a compromised kidney. I have, I have cysts on both of my kidneys. I have to go every two years to make sure they didn't grow. So the MRI was about 40, yeah, about 45 minutes, maybe. Didn't bother me. I had headphones on. I was listening to uh, one of the radio stations. Uh, I think it was uh, Channel 12, NJ12, I think it was. Uh, what did you, tell, you tell me about going uh, to get an examination and... Somebody jammed up the whole thing by being late. Well, that was it. That was this guy, the guy in front of me. He just jammed the whole thing up, and the guy was pissed off because now you said you set my day back like 45 minutes. So I got to try and rush everybody through. Matter of fact, when I left, there was a nurse who was two, two appointments after me, but whoever was supposed to be in front of her hadn't come yet. So he just said, I'm taking you. I don't care because otherwise I'll be behind another hour. And I guess they have scheduled so many people that day for him. And he has to get it done no matter what. So, And he actually remembered me. He said, you know, I remember you. Last two, you were here two years ago and you didn't shut up. I said, guess what? I'm not going to shut up this time either. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking. And he remembered me though a little bit. So I remember you were a comedian. I remember we talked about it. So uh, he actually remembered me kind of. And it's like, yeah, you're. I remember you were a whack job before. I said, yeah, I'm still a wacko. You know, whatever. But we had a good time, though. He, he was laughing. We had a good time, actually. He said, you followed my instructions. You did everything I said to do. You know, so that was, you know, I'm somewhat of an somewhat intelligent person, I think. I don't know. Somewhat. Don't, let's not go too far there. So the rest is all yours, Steph. You bring in your stuff now. Go ahead. No, you can, you can go a little long. You got something else. Mm -hmm. I don't know oh. what else I got today. What were you telling me about the $2? Uh, oh, the $2. Didn't I tell you this story last time? I don't know. Two dollar bill thing. Yes, we did, didn't I? Oh, you didn't okay. tell it on the air. You tell it to me, off the air. Oh, I thought I told you on the. I thought I told you on the air. Okay, so I go into it. I went into a quick check to buy a candy bar, and I had a two dollar bill. So I tried to put it in the express lane thing that they have now in quick check, and it kept rejecting it like three or four times. So I figured the machine isn't calculated for a two dollar bill. So I went to the clerk and I said, listen, do me a favor. Can I have two single single dollars to put in the machine because it's not taking a $2 bill? And the guy said to me, I think it's counterfeit. 
I said, what? It's a $2 bill. So the guy next to me, in another fast lane, says, no, it's a $2 bill, take it. And the guy says, well, I think it's counterfeit. Now, I'm going to counterfeit a $2 bill, really. A 20 or a 50 or a 100, but not a $2 bill. I'm not going to counterfeit. Okay. <laughs> so the guy says, I can't take it. I said, what do you mean you can't take it? I got it from the bank. So he says, let me go check on my manager. So he went all the way from behind the counter to the deli, which was had to be a good 100 yards, maybe. And I hear the guy go, what the freak do you want? I guess he was on break. He goes, the guy who wants to give me a $2 bill. So the guy says, well, take it. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. So he comes back and he says, okay, I'll give, you a two, I'll give you two singles for the $2 bill. Well, this took about 15, 20 minutes to get a $1.70 piece of candy, three musketeer bar, which is getting smaller and more expensive for some reason. I felt like a three musketeer bar. But it took like 15, 20 minutes. He says, well, you know, it's my first day. I said, I don't care if your first day or your last day. It's a $2 bill. It's good. You know? <laughs> what the hell? Just screwy. I would just, you can't make this up. You can't. You know, we, we, we had a show uh, last year where we said we can't make this shit up. And that's the honest truth. You can't. You know? You know, I think there's something wrong with the brain somewhere, you know. Uh, matter of fact, I think there's something in the water. I'll show you somebody's brain who has a little problem too here right now. I might as well play yeah. something right now. All right, yeah. here we go. I'm going to roll something. Yeah. It was great. I mean, it was a, it was a wonderful, um, meaningful endorsement in every way. And I was and very proud of that. Can you talk about vice possibilities for Senator Warren? You guys have got to try the cold chai. Anyway, I just figured the bobblehead bitch. The bobblehead <laughs> yeah. bitch. Yeah. She likes to do carpet munching, I think. She's a carpet muncher. Anyway. That's right. She stuck by Bill because she was doing her own thing and didn't want it, didn't want that to come out. I think they were both doing Monica at the same time. She was behind Monica while, you know, he had a cigar, you know, where? Well, we didn't go there. Anyway. Yeah, he was he was our marijuana president, no doubt. Yeah. That was two for one. He was more than marijuana. Yeah. He couldn't keep it in his pants. You know, most people want, don't realize he even had an office in Harlem, you know. <laughs> I think I didn't want to look at it. I don't I think they had to throw his desk out when he got done because, uh, you know, that desk was a little white on the one side. And a stain. <laughs> stain. White stain. Yeah. And it wasn't on Monica's dress either. Yeah. Boy, you are, pal. Go. Take it away. Steph. What, what, what an embarrassment to get busted in that. Unbelievable. And she stuck by him. Come on. That. And, and the country stuck by the president. So it's kind of like we're forgiving uh, people. <laughs> well, you know, he's nearly not the first president to have his girlfriend in the White House. You know, I mean, Kennedy had his and Roosevelt well, yeah, had but, his. And then, but you have the uh, presidents having their boyfriends in the White House now, too. That's true, too. You know? it, it goes both ways, you know. Yeah. And so and we're married. Were to above, right. And if you were a uh, fly on the wall. You would know a lot more than you know now, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And Biden can't even find his wife, I don't think. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> doctor, doctor can't find them. Let me give you an examination. I can't find you're still alive, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's just, 
Sleepy Joe, I know. I know. Sleepy Joe, I call him backwards, Biden, and Hooker <laughs> Harris. Yeah. Well, that's how she got where she was. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately, you know, politics makes strange, bad fellows, like good fellows in a different way, you know? <laughs> yeah. I think if we were run by good fellows, we'd have a better chance than bad fellows. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I've been uh, going around, as you know, to cemeteries and uh, digging up, not digging up some people, finding Well, you've been people. digging up a few people, yeah. 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 But I got one more I was going to show tonight. So yeah. here it is. If anybody's listening to this or watching this, I hope, go to our uh, site there, the BS Show, uh, Stephanie G Man on YouTube, and see the St. John's Cemetery videos, Carlo Gambino, John Gotti we've talked about, Neil Della Croce, Lucky Luciano, Joseph Pufacci, and tonight I'm going to show one more who is uh, Crazy Joe Gallo. So I'm going to show that in a minute here. But it's interesting what you find out, you know, when you're searching for something else entirely differently. And uh, right. now, now I want to know more about my family, you know? <laughs> might be kept a secret. It might be a secret. You may not find out what you want to find out. Or you might not like what you find out. Well, I might enjoy what I find out. Here we go. Let's see. Here's uh, Crazy Joe Gallo's crypt. Today is April 14, 2021. I'm here in front of the cloister. Building 7 on St. John's Cemetery, and today I'm going to show you Crazy Joe Gallo. I believe he was one of Columbo's underbosses, but he's here in the cemetery, so keep it locked here. I'm about to show you Crazy Joe Gallo's crypt. Well, just as I promised, Crazy Joe Gallo's crypt outside in the cemetery of the St. John's Cemetery, right near the cloister where I'm going to show Carlo Gambino today. So this is Crazy Joe Gallo's Crypt Columbo's and I'll leave a description uh, in the video there that way you guys could see it and for all the other wise guys that I found and they'll all be in the wise guys playlist so keep it locked there if you want to know more about who's buried in the St. John Cemetery. Wise guys are us. See you later Gator. Anyway, that was uh, my uh, trip on Monday, I believe it was. Uh, yes. The Mafia Graveyard, St. John Cemetery yeah. in Queens. Unbelievable. And, hey, uh, they all want to be buried together. Yeah. They didn't Men like each red. other. They didn't, they didn't like each other, but they were buried together. Yeah, so it must have been a pact. It must have been a well, pact. They, they like each other. It's just that they didn't like when you mess with their money. <laughs> Who's the guy that walked around with the robe on, with the robe on all the time? Vinny the Chin. Vinny the Chin, yeah. He, he might believe he was he was uh, got Alzheimer's or something, uh, dementia. In the yeah. meantime, he was in control of the whole family. <laughs> he kept a, a very low key. They finally got him, but it took them a long time to get him because yeah. everything was done, you know, whisper. Right. You know, whereas, Gotti, right. Yeah, whereas Gotti and the other guys, you know, loose lips yeah. sank uh, the whole organization. Yeah, tape. They taped him, and then he was like man on man, like the old, like in the Goodfellas, where the older guy, uh, 
was everything as you, I tell you in person, you know. You know, when I was at the crypt there, I also noticed that when I saw Carlo Gambino's uh, crypt area, right below there was a name Tommy Gambino. Right. And I'm thinking, how do son. I know that name? And that was the son. And I knew who he was. I worked for a company. And it didn't all click. This is kind of weird how it didn't click at all. But I knew the owners of the company were like Sal and Sonny. I didn't know who 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 was Sonny. We never met the Sonny. So I'm watching this mafia thing. And based on me putting up that, those crypt videos on YouTube, they coupled this video right next to mine afterwards so that way I would see it. And the guy's name was... Michael Francisi, and, and uh, his father was Sonny, who's about 101 years old now, was one of these original Don type guys. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, was this Sonny Francisi, the same Sonny that the company that I worked for was affiliated with the Gambinos who Tommy used to come in there and I would see him in his black suit, beautiful white, you know, black shirt with a, a flamboyant tie, right? And I said, who that? who's that? Well, that's, uh, that's Tommy, you know. And I see his crypt there. I go like, wow, you know, 2006. And I look at the time frame of, of when this all happened for me or early, like 2000. I go, wow. I said, that is the guy. You know, what are the odds that I, I walk up into this crypt? And I know, I've, I met the guy. Not that I know him. Man. I, I met him. So it's kind of interesting, the wise guy segment here, that I have something to share with you. And maybe a story or two about some of this stuff here. But I, I thought well, you'd enjoy that. Yeah. I got a story about, I was in the union in a company I worked for 25 years when I first got there. And it was local 487, which represented GM and Ford. And the president was Joe Provenzano. And his son was the business manager, um, Joe Jr. Mm-hmm. And we had a pension plan where the company paid in 10% of our salary a year, gross salary. And they offered us their pension. And we refused it. And about four years into the union, the pension money got stolen by Joe Sr. <laughs> he stole like, I don't know, $4.8 million of the pension fund. So we were glad we never went into our pension fund because we would not, never got it back. You know. And he went to prison. I think Junior took over, or he still was a business manager, but so his right-hand man took over, I think. But he went to prison, Joe, Joe Sr. And Joe Jr. thought his, his shit didn't stink. And they walked around high, you know, big might. He was a young guy. He was like the same age as me at the time, like mid-20s or early 20s. And he thought he, he thought he was hot shit, you know. He used to, we only saw him at Christmas time. That's because he came for his envelope. We know what he came for. You know, he came for his envelope and his bottle that he got every year from our boss. Because when we were in the union, we'd ask for like a dollar an hour. And he'd come back and listen, if you get an hour, a dollar an hour, you're going to have to go on strike and you're not going to be out of work. So take a quarter every year. Thank you. You really working for us, pal. We know what that envelopes, that envelope that you get around Christmas. We know what's in there for you, pal. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't a couple, it wasn't a couple of dollars. It wasn't a couple of shekels either. I guarantee it. So he'd come for his shekels and his bottle every year around Christmas time. Otherwise you never saw him. And that's strange. You knew when to come. Yeah, well, GM was only half a mile away from us. So if you had a GM plan, why couldn't you come to us? Because we only had like 25 people maybe in the union, 30 people in the union. We didn't give a damn about us, you know. 
just take your quarter, 35 cents every year, and keep your mouth shut. <laughs> and we did. So <laughs> we made most of our money not straight time. We made most of our money overtime because I was working around 30 hours, maybe 25 to 30 hours a week overtime. So that's where I made my money, not not straight time. You know. Yeah, that'll add up. Yeah, well, at the age of 21, I was delivering for them, working about 65 hours a week average, and I made about $30,000 back in 1971. That's a lot of money for a 21-year-old kid back then. I mean, I worked for it. You know, I had, before I got married, every three years, I had a brand new car. I went from a, I had a brand new Chevy Vega in 1970 or 71. And then I went up to a Camaro. And then I went to a LeBaron, fully equipped. And then I got married and went back to a, a Bobcat. <laughs> went back down the ladder because I had to worry about my bills and the gas was high then. So I got rid of the LeBaron. And oh, speaking of the gas being high, have yeah, you noticed? Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone up since Biden's been in. Yes, big time. How much? How much is it? It's like a dollar more than it was last year. Do you know that at this time? Okay, so almost a dollar. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? No, because the gas has been in the storage tanks for about two, three years now. So why are we paying more money for it? I don't get that. It's not gas that was refined yesterday. It's gas that's been in the tanks. In the you know, I live in Jersey, so there's tanks in Bayonne. There's tanks in Port Amboy. Uh, so this gas has been sitting there and all of a sudden you, you paid less for it a year ago or two years ago, and we're paying more for it now. Does that make any sense? So the gas companies are making more money than they should be. I don't get it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I miss Donald Trump. I, 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 I don't get, I don't get Biden anyway. I think he's a, I think he's Pelosi's puppet on the string anyway. Backwards Biden. The only thing he knows how to do is write his name with a brand new pen. That's all they show you on executive order. He's writing his name with a brand new, he can't write with the same pen. He's got to write with a different pen. Makes a difference. Yeah, the oh. uh, greatest theft uh, in the history of the world was just uh, perpetrated against the American people. And uh, Yeah, 1.9 million and half of it went to things we don't even know what the hell it went to. <laughs> Countries that hate us, that burn our flag, who give two shits about us. Now he wants to, the latest thing today is, he wants to help the, the people of Guatemala get out of debt and, and poverty. Well, how about helping the people in the United States, you dumb jerk? You're the U.S. president, you're not the Guatemalan president, you moron. <laughs> what, an, what an idiot. Just a complete idiot. 47 years in politics, and what did he do? I have the faintest idea. I never even heard of him before he ran with Obama. I didn't even know who the guy was. One of the things I know that he was responsible for was all the... Uh... The banking interest rates going up on credit cards up to 20% was under his yeah. watch there in uh, Delaware, of course, where he was a senator. So uh, probably getting a piece of it. That's why. That's where the inflation came in. That's no, probably why. It's probably why he bought the five houses, this, this million dollar houses with. You know, he's got five of them, I believe, right? Oh, man. It's like you have to listen to his father's. Uh, Oh yeah, Joey. Joey, I, we had a move, Joey. We had a move, Joey, because I lost my job. You know how many times we heard that story, and then he'll talk a, a speech and say, "Joey, my dad said Joey did this and Joey did that, and Joey, let's do this and Joey, let's, you know, give me a blowjob, Joey. Go ahead." 
and he did it. <laughs> I don't even think the man was qualified to be a plumber. <laughs> well, I wouldn't let him work on my plumbing, that's for sure. Whether my, my plumbing or my actual plumbing. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Uh... I wouldn't let him stiff my hair either, because I know he likes to do that too. Yeah, he, he's a bit of a stalker around women. And, uh... He's more of a stalker. He's more than a. He's more like a schmuck. Forget the stalker part. He's a schmuck. S M U C K. He doesn't even have to get an H. That gets left out of schmuck for him. And she's a schmuckette, Harris. That's a woman schmuck, by the way. Yeah, I I look at that. You know, it's like oil and vinegar. That's a circus, a freak show. Yeah, the agenda is just not conducive for. Uh positivity well they want to get as many people in the country illegally to vote for them next time because they know they're not going to win again they stole this election they're not going to steal another one so they got to get as many people in here as possible well like in new jersey now if you're illegal you can get a driver's license which means you can't read english you can't read the signs and how the hell are you going to drive you know why I'm going to tell you why. This just came to me, and maybe I, I could. This is a good hypothesis or theory. You know, uh, the foreign banks who control the IRS and the banking right. in this country, because it's not government, it's right. a, a corporate entity in itself, right? Right. We borrowed a lot of money in debt. Yeah, we're right? in debt for sure for a long time. But but here's here's the thing. What, what, why would the banks give, ask us in return for all this money? Well, they would usually say, well, you got to give us collateral. So right. let me tell you what the, the new collateral is going to be. All these people coming in over the border right. will, will be the new collateral. So that way the government, the illegal government can tell these bankers You'll get your money because these people are going to work for the next 20, 30, 40 years. We can guarantee you that because we got their social security number. Right. Now, you know, the quantity of money would be a lot more. And they don't care about high wages, you know, bring the wages down. And as long as they got the collateral, they'll be able to get continue getting money illegally on the, the backs of the American people by using the IRS illegal entity. Right. To be able to finagle the, you know, the uh, the people out, out of the uh, the treasury. Well, what if these illegals don't get social security cards, and they send their money back to the country? Yeah, but you know what? They still get. They'll have to get taxed if they they're on the books. You know, they they're not going. They're going to. They're going to get jobs that aren't that aren't taxed. They're going to the, off the books. Well, some of them will have to. Some of them won't. You know. Any of it, that's just a thought, you know, what, uh, why, why they would allow that to happen because no other country has open borders like we, we're showing right now. No, the dumbest none. thing you could ever do, the dumbest thing they could ever do, open the borders. So, but you have to look at the, you know, there the was reason. a guy, on, there was a guy on Fox News or CNN last week. He said that he's 40 miles from the border and he's by the checkpoint. And people are knocking on the door at two, three in the morning. Shoot the motherfuckers. They're illegal. They're illegal. They're on your property, destroying his fences, stealing his cows and his chickens. Shoot the motherfuckers. They're on your property illegally. Shoot them. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, at that point, you know, you, you defend, you know, your property. And uh, so, no, I mean, nobody has a right to do that to anybody else. No. You know? Right. So They're just sleeping in his barn. You know, what the hell, who gave you, who told you to sleep in my barn? Why, why'd you even go in my barn for? It's private property. Yeah, if I was the guy, I'd shoot him. Put a sign up. You went to my property illegally, you're done. You're done. Let your fire your fence, well, man. Well, it, it's just a sad state of affairs that nobody has a sense of direction. And they won't go down there and check it out. Biden or Harris will not go down there and check it out. They don't want to see for, they don't want to really see the reality of what went on, what's going on down there. No matter how many pictures they take, Cruz got thrown out of one of those things trying to trying to tape it. Or trying to Who see did? what it was in the refugee camp. Cruz, Ted Cruz. Okay. They threw him out because he was trying to get in the camp and see how many people were really in the bunks. It was like 500 people in a bunk that, that really should have 200 people in it. But they threw him out because he was trying to take pictures of it. Why? It's, reality is reality. If it's right or wrong, you got to show it. So they're hiding shit from us. Besides, hiding Biden. What did I can tell you? Or Biden's hiding. Or both. Yeah, yeah. I, it's funny. I just uh, saw one of my sales on my Zazzle products. And I'm like, I sold the shirt, uh, Wake Up America, fake news, you know. So that's what we're being told but, about what's, yeah. what's really going on because yeah. it's not it's not true. It's just not true. They're not showing us the whole truth and people don't believe the news anymore. I hardly, I hardly ever watch the news anymore, to be honest with you. It's just ridiculous. They're only showing you what they want to show you. And years ago, People, you know, lived and died by the news, you know, uh, the seven o'clock news, 11 o'clock news, you know, six o'clock news. Right, right. Who, who cares about watching the news now? And you see the same stories on every channel. It doesn't matter. You can, you can put on five, seven, two, four, five, seven, nine, and 11 at the same time. They all have the same stories on the same exact time. Really? And, pre and pretty much the script, they're all the same, same yeah. scripted. Yeah, right. Just different reporters, that's all. Yeah, the faces would change, but the story's still the same. Protect the innocent or guilty, whichever. Protect the guilty. That's on my that's on my dating stories. Names are changed to protect the guilty. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get anybody in trouble, including me. Yeah, you want to stay on the right side of things tonight. <laughs> Better than being on the wrong side of things, I guess. Wrong side that's of the tracks, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, that's another another one no, wrong side of the tracks you know yeah is there a right side of the tracks i don't know man what, what's the difference between the right side and wrong whoever came up with that side that idiom right side and wrong side of the track yeah let me just say you're on the right side and wrong side what's the difference yeah right side of the law wrong side of the law yeah that would make sense you know okay. yeah well that makes sense because you're either a robber or a murderer or you're not that, that at least makes sense but the right side of the tracks or the wrong side of the tracks. What is that guy? That's that don't mean what? I don't know. Here's one that here's one like that you that you uh you yeah. hear. Poor side of town. Yeah. So it's something you, you as soon as you hear it, you know, okay, I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> that means you can pour milk on that side on that side? Yeah. No. You can't pour milk on the other side. Or beer. Concrete on, concrete on that side, but you know, on the, on the, on the right side, not the left side, not the poor side, on, on the other side. <laughs> they can't they can't afford cement on the poor side, only on the rich side. Yeah. 
weird. Some of those things that you know people say like that. You know, I don't know. It's weird. A lot of these sayings, you just wonder where they originate. Right. Right. And some of them come from the old country, or, or. Uh, we just don't know which country. We don't know which country. The old country. Which? What's the old country? Like I always say, like I always say, you know, who are they? They say, who are they? Who says they are right? Right. Paul Reiser had a good bit on that. You know, who are these people? Who are those people? Right. Right. Yeah. And who says they're right? Yeah. Nobody. I don't know. You know, we don't, nobody knows who they are. Or who says that they're right? I don't know who. Who says? As soon as I hear that, it just reminds me of just the bitterest skit. And when I think of uh, how would somebody say it in Yiddish, you know? <laughs> uh oh. Mm. <laughs> what's right huh? is right, and what's wrong is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know that joke I told you about uh, what do you call 40 Jewish women in a basement, right? Yes, I remember. <laughs> a wine cellar. A wine cellar, yes. A wine a cellar. Very, very vet, 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 vet. Wine cellar. A wine cellar. <laughs> but nevertheless, a wine cellar. Manischewitz, usually. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? What's that other Jewish joke I told you? About why can't you keep Jews in jail? I know that one. Because they eat locks. They eat locks. Yeah. Sometimes they have a bagel with it, too. <laughs> Depends on how salty the locks is. Yeah. Or how bad the bagels are. Maybe they have it with a Bialy instead. Yeah, yeah, I haven't had a Bialy in a while. You're making me hard. I haven't had a Bialy in a while either, Bialy. They're hard to find sometimes, you know? You don't see them around too much, Bialy, too much. There was a place downtown somewhere on Canal Street, I think, that sells all night bialis. Okay. They make them all night. I was there like years and years ago. I don't know if it's still there. Um, but there was a place in Canal Street that was open all night selling bialis. I know, you, I know you can get them in Williamsburg all over the place. Yeah. You can get anything in Williamsburg. Matter of fact, I was seeing on the news today, some guy got, some girl got raped in Williamsburg today. Oh, no kidding? Where? where? Yeah, some guy walked behind her, asked her for $20. She's, Yes, there was some money. She said, all I have is $20. He took her around the corner and raped her. It wasn't you, Steph, was it? You went to Williamsburg no, today, uh, were you? Because uh, no, the, guy had, a hood. the guy had a hood on. You know? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. I claim I was not there. You claim you weren't there. That doesn't mean you weren't I there. I was outside today taking yeah. a nice walk, doing and some exercise, but I never, left, I never left the perimeters of my home base. <laughs> Sorry to hear that. Okay. Not much use. So it let me. It wasn't gonna, me. I wasn't there. All right. I'm going to tell a, a good blonde joke. I think I might have told this to you a little while ago. I don't know. Yeah. What did the blonde say to the gynecologist when he told her she was pregnant? Is it mine? Is it mine? That's correct. Because <laughs> she didn't know whose it was. Not the guy. I'm talking about hers. <laughs> She didn't know how it happened. Was I there? <laughs> really? All right. Well, we heard that one. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, it's, it is a good one. Yeah, it is a good one. Yeah, I like that one. Good. Yeah. How about the the Polish joke? I told you that joke, didn't I? The Polish joke. Yeah, tell me about two Polish guys are driving in a truck, and the driver says, "Holy shit, we lost our brakes," and they're going down a hill. 
and the pastor says, don't worry, just stop saying to buy my house. Let them go with you for dinner. Beth, you are frozen? Beth? Beth? Beth, you're frozen right now. Beth? You're frozen. We have 11 minutes left. Somebody hacked into you again. Anyway, so let me tell a few other jokes because Steph is frozen for some reason. We don't know why. So um, let's see if anybody knows uh, this riddle. Like, how long is a Chinaman? Steph got blacked out now. It's only me. We don't know why. Somebody hacked into Steph at 48 minutes. So we have another 12 minutes to go. And I will carry it, I guess, for another 12 minutes. I love minutes. Steph, you're back? You were frozen. Yeah, I'm for back. Yeah, you were frozen for a couple of minutes here. Somebody somebody hacked into you for a couple of minutes. Yeah, that they did. That they did. About, a minute, and a, half, about a minute and a half. They're playing games again, apparently. Yeah, well, you know, that's what editing is for, I guess. I yeah, know. well, that was about a minute and a half, something like that. All right, let's talk about that. Let's talk about so, that. So we don't know why, but somebody keeps trying to mess with us. But it's not stopping us. We're just going to keep going. We got about another 10 minutes. They, they just cut about a, a minute and a half out of you. You were frozen first and they blacked you out and then they, and you got back on. All right. Well, so, since they did that, right. we're going into the bonus round. All right. You want to go to the bonus round? How about oh, we're, the bonus? We're, now we're going to get into the bonus round. I, I, I got to do this now because okay, now. Yeah. They, they, they definitely don't know what they're doing. They, you know, it's the, just boner, the, boner, the boner round. Yeah, I'm gonna go to the bonus round right now. You know, okay. it's like it's, just, you gotta you know, do, man. it's annoying, you know. It's like yeah. what do they think? You know, they really think that this bothers me. That should bother them, you know, that right. Osama bin right. Laden posed as Barack Obama posed at him. Right. I'm gonna talk through this right now real quick. Yeah. But yeah. Obama failed an e-verify. Linda Jordan fined for challenging Obama's identity fraud. And this could have been found on birtherreport.com. It went to the Supreme Court. She fought it to the Supreme Court. And they had the audacity to want to fine her $13,000 for a frivolous claim. You know, not so frivolous, you know. here She worked for for the government and she said, she felt she had the right as an American to check out who the, the new commander in chief was going to be. And right. so I find it kind of interesting that when I, you know, 2010, I went ahead and went on the limb and I said, I knew who Barack was and, and uh, what he did. And it's a shame he did all this shit, but you know, I said, you know, being, I got some time, they want to mess with me on the computer. I got to share one more thing. You know, while this is all going on, Alan, I got the FBI. Robert Mueller wanted to follow me and also his assistant. So let me show you what happens to people who want to bother me just because I know things. When the least expected, you're elected. You're the star today. Smile. You're on candid camera. With the hocus pocus, you're in focus. It's your lucky day. Smile. You're on candid camera. 
Anyway, so that was uh, a little bit of uh, what I think when people want to go and do stupid stuff, that right. you got to put stuff out there. Now, the name of the show is The BS Show. Right. And believe it if you want. Don't believe it if you don't want. But right. when your rights are violated, you got to outthink and outwit people. I know somebody was doing his job, but... Right. I have more of that. Maybe you know, before the 200 episode, I'll show you Robert Mueller, the, the head guy, you know, and, and all these shenanigans that I've been under. He's not giving head, is he? Well, his middle name is Swan, so you figure it out. Robin, uh, he, he dove real deep, huh? Exactly, yeah. Did he swallow You know, the interesting thing is, in the, the FBI, in the days when the mafia was very big, the reason why J. Edgar Hoover didn't go after them is because they knew that he was a bisexual cross-dresser and right. he didn't want that to get out. So he, he acted like the mafia never existed. So all the FBI agents that he was like bringing in in the early days, uh, he wanted them to be like men that were weren't married, guys who could be dedicated to the job and, he, and who had gay tendencies. So I'm not mm. surprised that all these guys at the top, you know, lighten the loafers and not that there's anything wrong with it, but uh, it takes a, a certain mentality to, uh, to be a loner. And to be in that mindset or dedicated to like just covering things up. It's just a shame. But I want to show you that and uh, mm -hmm. let people know, hey, I'm not kidding around. And uh, Jimmy Hoffer, oh, by the way, I want to put this up here. But Jimmy Hoffer, right? right? I was uh, watching a show with Michael Francisi and they asked him the question because he's uh, he was mobbed up for a long time. And he said he had a tape that would divulge, you know, how Hoffa was done in with. And he said one thing, when I asked him, well, where, where's the body? He said, let's put it this way. It's not at the Meadowlands. It's not in New Jersey, in the Meadowlands. Well, the where is it? So he said, it's in in a very, very deep place. What deep place? Yeah, in the so, bottom of the Verrazano Bridge, probably. No, no. I heard rumors when I was in Michigan that uh, it's in Lake Michigan is where, where he is. Bottom well, Lake I was told by somebody who came through the union with Hoffa, who I knew very well, who's dead now, unfortunately, who came up in the union, the trucking uh, industry with him, that the Kennedys actually killed him because he was getting too powerful. And he might be part of the Arizona Bridge, one of the footings. Because you ain't finding him. Nobody, even Geraldo Rivera can't find him. So he had that <laughs> no, show that he was going to dig no, him up, but he couldn't find him. And then he was going to dig up Al Capone. He couldn't find him either. So. Yeah. I got one for you right now. Uh, uh, cloaking, invisibility shields. Uh, you know, our government and other governments have the ability to do these things. But there are cameras to, to, to find them, like thermal imaging cameras. So let right. me show you real quick of a photo of somebody who was cloaked. Can you see the man there? Yeah. Okay, you see the little kipper on his head? Yep. 
Okay. He had glasses on. And you see the beard, yeah. right? All right. Yeah, if you look down, if you look down there, it's a thermal seek you know, imagery, right. Right? right? You see it. Right. I caught a guy in my apartment, cloaked, and there's the result of me having a $500 camera to prove what I knew to be true. Right. The guy was even stealing my bagels. Unbelievable. Hey. So I caught him. Amazing. But people you, you won't believe. Mind. You don't mind if he took your locks with your bagels. That's something different. <clears throat> he stole my silverware. This is fun. I mean, but really, I, but I caught the guy. So the cameras do work. But, you know, the terrible thing is when people want to spy on people, you know, right. understand who you're spying on. If somebody is like Mr. Technology, you know, right. leave that man alone. Like, don't mess with that man. That, that man, all he wants to do is do his show, you know. Right. You, know, you want to watch You want to watch him? The world's watching him right now, too. You know, they're yep. watching us. And we got something going. I mean, like right now, it's just two guys, yep. what? Just bullshit. Just bullshit. That's right. what we're doing. I mean, we're having a good time. I mean, right. you know, you, you know, you can analyze this all you want, you know. Right. You know, what yeah, these guys probably. telling the yeah, truth probably. tonight? Yeah. yeah, we're telling the truth. <laughs> we're having yeah. a good time. You know, we're, we're BSing, yeah. We're hey, if you like it, fine. If you don't, don't listen. The way I look at it. <clears throat> That's exactly We're here just to right. have some fun, make, you know, have some fun, enjoy what we're doing, tell some stories, some jokes, some, you know, whatever. You don't like it, don't listen. Well, you know, it's it's a shame that the show had to be interrupted tonight. And uh, but yeah. I had to, you know, I wasn't even going to do that, load up stuff. And uh, right. I just figured, you know what? Show number nine, number nine, number nine. Let me number give nine. them something to remember for all time, all time, all time. Heading for number <laughs> 10, heading for number 10, heading for number 10. That's exactly right. Yeah, Alan, you know, it's... You know, I'm, I'm glad we did the we we did the show tonight. Yeah, it sort of knocked me off, but we got back on. But yeah. I've got something left in the tank, and I know that you do. So as long as we do, we're going to yep. continue. And uh, right. any closing words, my friend? No, just having fun, enjoying life. You know, doing my own thing, kind of. And uh, I, you know, I retired three, four years ago, and I thought I was going to have a rough time. And it's kind of like the best thing that ever happened to me. I'm more relaxed now than I've ever been in my life. I got no pressure. I do what I want to do. Yeah, my money's a little tight sometimes, but I manage. But I go and do as I please. And if I don't feel like getting up early, which I, I don't sleep late. I'm not a late sleeper. But if I wanted to, I can. You know, if I want to go out for, I get a paper delivered. If I want to go out and get a candy bar, I get a candy bar. Uh, Three months ago, I really stopped drinking soda. I was drinking too much soda. I decided not to drink any more soda. So now I pretty much have water and iced tea and my V8 juice in the morning. Um, and once in a blue moon, I have a soda, but it's not, you know, not a big deal. Um, I feel good. I'm healthy. The second stint, second stints in my heart. I feel fine. I had the vaccination. Had one day of not feeling good, kind of um, chills and. Hot and cold a little bit, but after that, fine. So, just doing my own well, thing, hanging out. Well, good because you know? we we need you to be here next week because we're going to be back next week with show number, number 10, 10, 10, 10, 
10, 10, 10, 10. So with that being said, <clears throat> I'm going to close out now with a song that I'm by the Beatles. We mentioned the Beatles before right. and number nine. So I thought it was appropriate that I close out with that in our uh, closeout Absolutely. show song. Yep. So Alan, it's been nice. It's been real. Till next week. See you again, pal. Next week. Okay.